executive chairman now of MicroStrategies. Michael Saylor joins me. So, Michael, once again, they came to dunk on you, my man. I mean, there were some great memes, some great videos. I'm sure you saw some of them. But looking at the action today, it looks like maybe you're the one dunking on them. Walk us through the quarter. I mean, the headlines were brutal. Yeah, um, uh, thanks, Charles. Um, first of all, it's, it's a non-GAAP uh, impairment charge. And so it makes for a colorful headline, but our shareholders, the officers and the directors of the company and our customers look through it all. Um, what happened in the quarter is, if you look at the big picture and consider the metric that really matters, which is shareholder returns, MicroStrategy is now at the two-year point in its Bitcoin strategy. And after two years of exercising our strategy, our stock's up 123%, Bitcoin's up 94%. We have outperformed every major asset class, all big tech stocks, all enterprise software stocks. Google's up 54%, Oracle's up 42%, Bonds, Silver, Gold, Amazon, Facebook, Netflix, CRM, and SAP are all down for this period. So we turn in good results for our shareholders. We're doing it on the backs of volatility, and the volatility means Bitcoin price changing all the time, and the indefinite accounting treatment makes some of our gap financials look a bit ugly. But... The number one thing to keep in mind is we started this journey two years ago with an enterprise value of $666 million. We have added $5 billion to that number. We're up to five and a half or more to a billion dollars in enterprise value. It's up 730% in 24 months. Right. No, no strategy could have done that other than a Bitcoin strategy. None. Only Bitcoin. Bitcoin only. This is Bitcoin June. You're listening to that pure signal. Volume 15. This is a special Geyser Fund edition. That pure signal just got listed. The Geyser Fund is a lightning native Bitcoin crowdfunding platform on a mission to help Bitcoin creators transform their ideas into a reality. Thanks to Bitcoin, the Geyser Fund makes crowdfunding borderless, interoperable, censorship resistant, and easy to use. We like easy, don't we? Yeah. I want to give a big shout out to the team. Meta Mick, Stelios, Satsal, Second Light. Y'all are doing big things. We appreciate you. Now let's go.
one only. Bonds, silver, gold, Amazon, Facebook, Netflix, CRM, and SAP are all down for right. this period. Right. It's all down. It's a sacred shit. This fiat game. It's a loser's game. I don't need no bailout. I bail myself out. Through the quality of my work. And that's what I'm seeing in this value for value model. Those with a densest culture surrounding their work will lead in job creation. Density is qualitative, not quantitative. That's the fiat game. Those with the strongest work and the densest markets, they'll succeed. Let's not drown in our own noise. Bitcoin June. That pure signal. Volume 15. Geyser edition. We're going to hear from a lot of projects a little bit later. But for now, that low time preference vibe. Relax.
gonna go back home. Say hi to Brooklyn. Back home in El Salvador. How are y'all partying? And and it was great. It was much more intimate. I know it's going to sound strange, but El Zonte is to us now seems like quite a a metropolis. It's not at all, obviously. But compared to our beach, which was really intimate and cool and nice, um, El Zonte is quite cool. And it's got all the Bitcoins there. But we went to Bitcoin meetups there. We went to, you know, um, just visit, to, to see Hope House, to do all that kind of stuff. But we went to Bitcoin parties in the hills at our place. Like, it was a, cl- a classic, mate. It was like tomahawk steaks on the barbecue, <laughs> ice baths. No, I'm not being funny, but there were, it, it's like, you've got to get on the Telegram for the, for the, for the Bitcoiners in El Zonte, because it's so cool, it's so funny. You know, like, there's a there's an ice bath, but almost every party we've been to, there's been an ice bath, which is like, how long can you sit in this bath of ice before you literally feel like you're going to die?
So last week we had a little over 36.5 Bitcoin pushed into the Lightning Network, and this week we added uh, almost 30 million. So it's nice. now 36.8 Bitcoin with around 1,272 members participating in over 165 rings. It's a lot again here. Yeah. And the Lightning Network, we're at block height 743,601. Um, and there are 17,002 uh, nodes, 49 more than last week, and uh, more than 4,000 Bitcoin in the Lightning Network as network capacity, 4,043. So that's uh, that's a lot. And um, 1 million Satoshis, what's it uh, getting? $196, 187 euros, and uh, $1,311 Chinese won. eventually puts their foot on the ground and then you're the weirdo that's still stumbling <laughs> around drunk right there's gonna be those people that don't know when the party's over but the more people that sober up because of bitcoin the more obvious those drunk people will be Just me. 
Just people feel anxious, frustrated, and aggressive without knowing what they feel anxious, frustrated, and aggressive for. All their anxiety and negative affectivity is disconnected from the environment and from the mental representations. And that is an extremely aversive mental state because if you feel, for instance, anxious and you don't know what you feel anxious for, you will typically feel completely out of control just because you cannot protect yourself from something you don't know.
Bitcoin. They launched Bitcoin for fairness and solved a lack of education and extreme mistrust of Bitcoin with people in emerging countries. So through creating connections, supporting the growth of Bitcoin communities on the ground, and creating content that closes important knowledge gaps about Bitcoin for people in emerging countries, Bitcoin for Fairness launched on Geyser. They say that Bitcoin is an excellent long-term store of value and as a means of exchanging value that leads to emancipation from financial hierarchy regardless of race, gender, wealth, and status. It enables open and permissionless access to a global monetary network that can't be bent in favor of politically powerful and privileged groups. to the Geyser Fund for launching this amazing initiative and helping Anita, myself, and many others bring Bitcoin adoption to the world and bring as many people on board this life raft as will listen. And the frustrating part about this is that the allure of altcoins in your, when you get into a Bitcoin bull market is so powerful. I, I mean, I just, I was so discouraged and I almost stopped going on to Clubhouse and going on to Spaces because about midway through last year, when you had the NFT boom and you had the, the chill frogs, people were talking about just one of a thousand different crappy uh, NFT projects. It was so powerful that even the so-called Bitcoin maxis, Bitcoin maximalists or Bitcoiners, they started pumping this stuff because they thought it was faster. It was a quicker way to get rich than than Bitcoin. Um, so to me, like I think going into the next cycle, it's really important for people to be laser focused on not getting attracted by the pump and dump schemes because everybody thinks they're a genius. Everybody thinks they can time the market. They can. I think there's a lot of people that understand these things are worth nothing, but they still dabble in them because they can make a hundred X in a short amount of time and, and buy more Bitcoin with it. That is a flawed thinking. And I think the pushback that people need to emphasize is that when you engage in that, even a small amount of quote unquote uh, shit coining, what you are doing is you are enabling behavior that's going to harm people and hurt people. It is a lot of Bitcoiners I know it's, it's gotta be about more than just the money. It's about sovereignty. It's about uh, being able to build a better financial system, to build a better monetary system. And when you participate in these pumping dump schemes, uh, these affinity scams, you are enabling people uh, to take money from those that are uninformed. The CBDC. The final shit coin. Don't let them shackle you. The next project on Geyser Fund. They think that the public at large needs to know that CBDCs are authoritarian, anti-human rights, centrally planned, and pro-censorship. So together, let's tell the IMF, the Fed, the World Economic Forum, and the Bank of International Settlements that we are not going to allow them to take digital control of our money. 
They're partnering with 10K Advertising, a leader in worldwide wild posting. Also known as weed pasting, snipes, fly posting, gorilla posters, city postering. To create outdoor ads in markets like New York, Los Angeles, Miami, London, Davos, and Washington, D.C., to name a few. Their guys are crowdfunding is to create a pilot campaign in one of these markets and gather data on effectiveness, exposure, and feasibility to grow bigger. Check them out on guyswith.funds. All these warnings. They still won't listen. But somebody will. Maybe it's you. And it's your responsibility to go get somebody else. Tell them about the life raft. You've referred to Bitcoin as the apex predator in the financial markets, and I know you tweet a lot about how you feel the stock market's just totally manipulated. Can you talk about what you mean by apex predator? Yeah, it's really simple. If you denominate assets in Bitcoin rather than dollars, Bitcoin is eating them. And all of those assets are depreciating in value against Bitcoin. And so therefore, uh, it makes it kind of the apex predator, right? It literally eats every single asset uh, if you, when you compare the two of them. And so I think that what makes that really interesting is historically, the dollar has been the exact opposite, right? If you were to take the U.S. stock market, for example, uh, since 1971 and denominate it in dollars, it's up and to the right in a 45 degree angle uh, and looks uh, pretty healthy, right? Kind of at a 7, 8, 10% uh, kind of annualized return. Uh, if you take that same stock market and you denominate it in gold, it's actually down since 1971. And so what that tells us is it's less about the value accrual of the actual uh, stocks and it's much more about the asset in which it is denominated in. And so that's just pure devaluation of the dollar. And you see the same thing in real estate, stocks, etc. And so now all of a sudden, when you take those same assets and you denominate them in Bitcoin, uh, and Bitcoin being kind of that reserve asset, all of those assets are actually down. And therefore, what Bitcoin eventually will do is it'll just steal market share back from a lot of these store value assets or investable assets and bring it back into the kind of reserve asset currency. This one time, Bitcoin went from six cents all the way to 36 cents, and then it crashed down to 21 cents. And then another time, Bitcoin went from 85 cents all the way to $29, and then it crashed to $3. And then another time, Bitcoin went all the way to 
$213 and then it crashed all the way to $70. Ow! It went to zero! Geyser. 
I'm excellent. I'm excellent. I'm I'm living the life as as far as I'm concerned. You know, like I I practice what I preach. So all I do is um, try to produce value, stay humble, stack sets. I'm I'm not faced at all by any price corrections. I'm actually happy about it because you know <laughs> you can stack more sets a little bit. And you know, I just yeah. I um, well I try to again I try to stay on the ground of things and um, just write stuff that's useful. I'm. Um, I'm not coding as much as I wish I would, but I'm, I'm working on software and working on the things I love, which is Bitcoin and privacy-related stuff and those kind of things. So, but life's amazing if you, you know, like stacking sets is a cheat code. And if you know this, mm, life's it amazing. It really is. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because we, Dan and I harp this on this at the firehouse all the time. Like nothing has changed. Bitcoin yeah. is not broken. Everything's fine. Like there's absolutely nothing wrong with what's going on except for the fact that the whole macroeconomic landscape has just taken a real hard nosedive and we're along for the ride and it's just a great opportunity to be stacking sats in a bear market which is the time to do it when nobody wants to do it until July 2022. Hopefully we can get the resources they need to cover the cost of most of the expenses for the production of the album 
like recording the songs, creating the artwork, and making at least one professional video clip for content and marketing. It's all because of that distortion in money. We would turn against each other instead of towards each other because it felt easier to do. It's always easier to, to blame a societal problem on a person rather than a structure. And this is a structural problem. Okay, let's expand into that. Um, if, if you think about what, what drove our learning, our, um, I could come at this a couple angles. I'll start here, start, start here. The division of labor is critical in the growth of society. And what the division of labor essentially said is before, when we, when we were in a small group, 150 people, that, that group of 150 people living in the Sahara, living on the plains, had to do everything together. Now that small group, um, you could have somebody hunt, you could have somebody uh, uh, somebody stay, watch the kids and everything else, but it relied on each other, relied on each other, and everybody had their role. Right, that's a good point, is that the trend is toward those in charge of the money printing have the legal uh, ability to go into people's lives and confiscate their wealth in, in a number of different ways. And that trend just gets more pernicious and underhanded as the situation gets worse. So um, the problem is, of course, when you have 
um, no uh, accounting that is transparent and uh, hues to a model that everyone agrees is in everyone's best interest. We have different forms of accounting in the United States and around the world, and depending on who you talk to, they account for things differently. Uh, somehow, those who are printing all the money see prices completely differently than those who are experiencing price gouging and price inflation. So these two never come together, and it causes social unrest. And so, but but once one thing that's different than the early 1980s is that there was less awareness during the early 1980s that inflation is directly the result of money printing. There was still a debate about inflation being caused by demand on the demand side of the equation and, and etc. But we, I think that the millennials and the Gen Z understand that this is the direct result of just rampant money printing that's completely unaccounted for, done for in the service of a few at the top. Yeah, it's incredible to think about. Um, if you were to guess what the, you know, first, if you if you think about like what the first value for value application to find product market fit uh, will be, and I mean when I mean product market fit, I mean it on a global scale. Like you're walking down the street and you see see some people on their phone and they're they're doing value for value for something. What is that first application? What do you think is going to kind of like ignite the fuse here and, and help help this value for value movement really get attention globally and out, outside of the kind of lightning ecosystem that it's in right now? I think, I think value for value only makes sense for very specific things. And I think it's mostly for selling information outright, basically. And you're not really selling information because that's the wrong way to think about it. It's, it is if the thing you give away is free like is free in, in the sense of zero marginal cost when it comes to reproduction like you can copy paste a thing that's where, where that's where value for value shines so i think it will be for digital content and i think um we are experiencing this right now i think it's, it's just a matter of time until um this finds broader use and broader awareness it's mostly uh, education and awareness issue currently and of course you know like i'm aware that lightning can scale indefinitely and, and those kind of things that there are a lot of <laughs> problems to be solved but still the main problem is that people have no idea that this exists
Chance, chance, chance. At the top. He's providing Bitcoin education in Nigeria. Fans on going street to street. Enlightening youths about Bitcoin and lightning. He noticed that the key to massive adoption of Bitcoin in Nigeria is talking to the young people. He plans to teach them easy ways to stack sats, like Thunder Games. He believes Nigeria can transform from an underdeveloped country to a super developed country with the help of Bitcoin and Lightning. He would love all Bitcoiners around the world who buy this idea and vision to help support massively and make it a reality. He plans on sharing 80% of the sats donated to the street and the remaining 20% for transportation and feeding. You can check him out. That's Bitcoin Education in Nigeria at geyser.fund. So many amazing projects. Shout out to Bitcoin Black Sea. Bink Punk Bank. Bitcoin Twitter. Bitcoin Racing. The Orange Pill app. And the anatomy of Bitcoin. My project just launched. August 3rd. So far, it's already raised 104,000 sets. So I want to give a shout out to Running With Bitcoin. That's love, bro. Mr. Robot. Dr. Bitcoin. Fix the money, fix the food. Bitcoin June. You're listening to volume 15. That pure signal. Guys are fun edition. I want to thank the folks at Guys are Fun for everything they're doing. Helping us turn our dreams into reality. This show and every show income through podcasting 2.0 apps like Breeze and Fountain will be split with my friends over at Bitcoin Kindergarten. Orange pulling everybody. 
Shout out to Optimus, MF2, Winekiss. This and every show is income will be shared with the Beef Initiative. They have an education trust. Where they will be educating the next generation of farmers and ranchers in America and around the world. Bringing all communities back to their local farms and ranches on a Bitcoin standard. Texas Slim. This and every show's income will be shared with adopting Bitcoin. A lightning summit in El Salvador. November 15th through 17th, 2022. In El Salvador. Shout out to everybody organizing the event. Come on. Andrew. Lord, what up, sis? Salam alaikum, rahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It's been wonderful sharing this time with you. And I want to thank you for your continued support of that pure signal. I specifically want to thank a user who goes by the name John. On the fountain app. R. Gofrey. Diego. And E. Akan. Also, Isaac. That's love. So we kind of kept going with that message of like, well, what is this show worth to you? So to me, the Beatles, I want to hold your hand, $99. I pay it. You don't even have to ask me. I'll just pay it. Let's let it be open. Um, for someone else, you know, 99 cents might be the, the huge amount of value for their pocketbook. This is the, this is the beauty of it. Everyone gets to price their own value into the model.